Hey everybody, welcome to Westworld Dives. We're uh, here again, Christian, sixth fucking time in a row. Episode called Decoherence. So we had some uh, maybe not so positive hot takes on the last episode. Um, you already kind of know how I feel about this one. Uh, I can tell by your body language. I can maybe take a guess how you feel about this one. But episode six, Decoherence. Uh, what were your thoughts? Um, do you feel, first of all, like, was it an improvement for you over the last episode or you just checked out? Uh, well, it's a little bit, of, it's a little column A, a little column B max, because in the beginning of the episode, I was just like, oh, I just don't care. Like everything mm-hmm. about it was just like uh, someone doing this on screen, like doing the jerk off thing. <laughs> like that's just what it felt like to me. Uh, and then I, and I even said like, all right, I, I'm coming at this in a bad way because the, the, the taste of last week's episode was still in my mouth and I needed to like, all right, all right. Um, to that end, like there's still moments that prove my overall feeling about this show, which is that it is the most maddening, expensive, occasionally like lovely thing that just never sticks the landing on any of its execution. Any of it, dude. Like in every episode, like, there was a couple scenes in this in this episode where I'm like, wow, that was pretty interesting until it went on too long or mm-hmm. until they just, the execution of it felt off. And, if, and by the way, it felt like that from the fucking beginning with me. If that's where I'm starting from, Max, what are your initial thoughts? Well, yeah, like pretty much from the word go, because if, if memory serves, I've already tried to purge this from my memory. <laughs> uh, if memory serves, like we start off with uh, Ed Harris, right? In the asylum, if I'm... Am I remembering that right? I think you're wrong. Don't we start with Maeve in the simulation? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we start with Maeve in the simulation, which we've already seen her in. And then we should just say throughout the episode continues to kill Nazis in this simulation where she's like uh, the fucking uh, a god, basically. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why we had to see that again. Uh, it wasn't fun or interesting. Well, but. Really quickly, let's just start there because that was immediately me being like, yeah, this is not good. Uh, and yeah. again, it's just the execution, just the choreography. Like th- this can best be uh, exemplified by that genre where mm-hmm. that, that car chase scene where they're just talking about, wow, the technical prowess of it. And we're like, why? It's, what? it's the least kinetic thing I've ever seen on, on screen be considered right. a car chase or high stakes one anyway and i felt similarly just i mean it's only a cutaway moment it's not like a big well, egregious thing but the mave thing the immediately the choreography feels clunky and like not yeah the, the the action in this entire episode this entire season honestly is just bad like it's bad and it's really apparent in these past two episodes like i'll get to it later but the tessa thompson shit later on is insulting almost <laughs> it's like comical yeah. um it's like 80s action rules in the in the worst way um but no uh i don't need to see thandy newton uh killing nazis again that don't exist because there are no stakes whatsoever it was fine for one episode where right. she didn't know what was going on uh we already know what's going on what makes no sense to me is that Sirak can put her into any simulated environment why does he continue to put her in a nazi theme park I like, thought we were going to get to that in the Ciroc storyline, and we didn't really. We thought it would be like this trauma thing, but that wouldn't really make sense either just because it's not like he was running Westworld, you know what I mean? Right. Like the first time it made some amount of sense, like he's easing her into this idea of uh, accepting this new reality or it's a place to kind of keep her at bay for now or whatever, but she already knows what the fuck's up. Her body's being rebuilt. Like why can't she just chill in an armchair for a while? <laughs> no, just like live in a white void. Why does she have to like kill Nazis? I don't know. It doesn't matter. 
Um, there's just way too many things with this episode that I could get into. It's just, I think that the main problem is with this show is anytime you start peeling away any layers or think about the thing for more than 30 seconds, it stops making any kind of sense. Yeah. Even the stuff I like, I mean, I want to tell you, I think I was texting you in real time and I'm just like, Oh, this fucking episode, man. I got to tell you, I'm glad we're rounding the bases on this piece of shit. Next scene Ed Harris. And I'm like, well, you know, Ed Harris, just like the, the saved by the buoyancy of an Ed Harris. The show is. <laughs> and it's purely, uh, yeah. Off the back of his performance, not the, it's not even the writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like uh, in, in his scenes, just from the minute he starts talking in that group therapy scene, I was pissed off. They were like literally cribbing the dialogue that I've heard a hundred movie villains say before where it's like humanity is the skin of virus or the scum of the earth and it's all the cosmos hurling through a void and it's like did they expect us to have our minds blown would anybody in that group's mind be blown like I know that they're all fragile people but like anybody living on the planet earth has heard some version of that speech in any number of things it's not original it's just and yet I gotta tell you, when watching it, I'm like, yo, Ed Harris, though, which is my actual <laughs> quote to you. <laughs> right. Um, I And I did like that moment where he has that kind of breakthrough or whatever, where he's talking in the therapist's office, and then she gets the phone thing, and it reminded me of the dumb shit from last episode where people immediately believe their profiles are real and then she hangs herself like that day right i was like well you know i'll I'll actually go to bat for that a little bit more because even though i didn't like its execution last week you at least saw things happen in real time a report came out her significant other saw it there were consequences in real time you would understand how there would be some issue which Mm -hmm. is not something they really did at all last week uh, but I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying it's, it, it, it applied a slightly more thought and nuance than they presented it last week. You know what I mean? Well, my main beef with it is that so far, every example of a profile being sent out ends in tragedy, which I yeah. guess long scope of, you know, a human's Numbers. life, yeah. we all die eventually in some way. But like everybody's like, your daughter's going to slit her wrist. You're going to die of opioid addiction. You're a failure who will never hold down a job it's like nobody gets a profile it's like yeah you know settled down had a few grandkids lived to ripe old age of uh, 85 and when i was 70 i got into another tax bracket so you know like it's a long life in pursuit of uh, yeah. upper middle class and i got to it so go i, I just want to see like some smug dink just get their profile and go yeah that's about right <laughs> yeah yeah on their day. I don't dead know. in a ditch 12 days yeah yeah seems about right yeah uh, no, but I mean, so uh, whatever that aside, because I, I thought like, okay, well, at least they're showing that in a more applicable way. Uh, the Ed Harris of it all, I guess let's, let's just go by character because to make any sense of the story at this point is just very dumb, I think, cause it's not mm-hmm. making sense within its, its own logic. Right. Uh, let's stick let's stick with ed harris though because ed harris throughout this whole thing is like oh he's in therapy he needs to come to terms with who he is and what he's done uh which he's like i don't need that shit uh this leads to a scene where they 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 give him like an anesthetic and like he's oh he's hallucinating he's not hallucinating you know what i mean uh and then he ends up seeing all the versions of himself which i you know again aesthetically i'm like i'm on board i mean more ed harris playing different shades of ed harris i'm into it why was delos there (laughs) <laughs> just to fuck with him literally just to be an annoyance like that was in the will like if i ever end up here <laughs> like you put you put the bastard next to me it's a smithers burn situation man <laughs> okay i'll take it i guess <laughs> I don't know. 
No, and look, my point is this. I love that actor. I, I could listen yeah. to his dulcet Scottish delivery all day. I think he's amazing. Uh, yeah, this, this episode had a couple of examples of that where they just brought back an actor that they clearly enjoy working with, like the Confederado guy from the last season. Right, uh, yeah. Just bring him back for one scene. Why not? Ed Harris has never met him as far as we know, but there he is. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, maybe that's the thing is to kind of play fast and loose with logic, right? Because I think I think we're still trying to figure out, like, are you a man? Or are you a host? Or are you both? You know what I mean? They did. They give you that little shot of his like just so synthetic compound when they're like analyzing his blood and shits. So I think they're kind of. I thought that up. was. I thought that was from the uh, thing that Dolores Charloris gave him the tracker. Oh, maybe, maybe, totally. Maybe that totally fucking explains it, uh, and it's possible. But I think that, you know, either way, I think that by bringing someone back who is in, this, in, in the park, who, yeah. like, is a tangible person, it's just a way to fuck with his mental state, especially because immediately preceding that, he sees versions of himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> so clearly he's in the fucking void or whatever, and, and that's, well, that brings us to kind of, uh, uh, to, to the Bernard and, um, what's his face? Fucking Hemsworth. Stubbs. Unfuckable Hemsworth. Stubbs. There we go. Because uh, they come in at the tail end of that, but by the way, his call to action is like, I'm the good guy. <laughs> like this whole time. I'm going to go save after, the fucking after he, world. <laughs> after he like brutally murders all past versions of himself, including I'm assuming child version of himself. Right. And let me uh, start by saying, I hated the scene that that left off on because he's like, I know what I got to do. And he gets up and then he like the, it, the cut stays a little too long because he eyeballs to the right and then eyeballs to the left. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like some really mm -hmm. awkward, like, Ugh. And I'm like, God, that's dumb. But then smash cut, and you just hear, ah, ah, and the guy's bleeding, and the man in black's dead. And I'm like, all right, all right, sure, why not? Like, it became a Looney Tunes uh, yeah, part, was, even the I score. Was I was laughing out loud in my apartment. Um, uh, I don't know that I was supposed to be, but whatever. Uh, we also no, have this, Charlotte well, But the score sounded like it was a Looney Tunes score at some point during that. Like, I'm not crazy. Go back and rewatch it. We got the I, tape, all right? We got it on file. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we also got Charlotte, Charlotte Hale fucking around. Uh, how'd you feel about all that? Ooh, okay. Um, I hated it, even though I really love Tessa Thompson. <laughs> no, I do. I yeah. think Tessa Thompson is just doing her level best. Everyone in this, I hope they all get employment for years after yeah. the show, uh, because they're propping up a, a really big budget bullshit kind of show. Um, she, she did great work. I would say in terms of story, Again, no stakes. There's no stakes because at no point right. did I not think that Ciroc would have pinned it on her. But also just the idea that like she kills a guy in obviously a, a heavily surveillanced area. No one sees it. It's not caught on anything. They even show the surveillance system later on. And you're like, oh, well, there's definitely a camera where she broke a dude's neck. But Right. Well, this is like a weird lapse in logic with Westworld in general, because from the first season, we had all the Maeve shit in like these clear glass rooms and apparently no security cameras were picking up any of that shit. Right. And it never right. gets acknowledged, to be fair. Um, but then in this to show security footage, it's like, yeah, they do have security cameras at this trillion dollar company or whatever it is yeah uh but, but but again with the mave or not mave uh with the charlotte reveal like because basically to, to, you know sirak comes in he's he's gonna make his acquisition kills off a board member and shit like that and then he's like it's done but first i know there's a host amongst us and he's like all right well let's do the tests and then she goes off sabotaging shit but my point is this at no point is there any real drama there that's why it feels like a waste of time you know sirak isn't actually there 
Um, and you know Tessa Thompson isn't going to get shot by a machine gun, even though they're all of 20 feet away from her. There's two shooters cross-firing at her. And she's walking casual. At no point is she really running. Yeah. You never really feel like she's in danger. She always she's turns just, around at the right time. Because I guess that's how fast the dolly track could go. So they just <laughs> made her walk. I don't fucking know. My, it, here's, well, my other issue, quickly, not to be a nitpicker, it's like we've heard and we've seen visually how Ciroc looks when yeah. he's in that hologram thing and they softened that to make it appear like he was in the room. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so again, the fact that he doesn't know who she is, no stakes there. And the idea is even though they manipulated us, they kind of tell you early on, you hear coughing in the sound mix and he's totally fine. Like, you know, nothing's going to happen. So none of the moments feel like anything. Right. And also if he knew that it was Charlotte from the beginning and apparently what gave it away is that she cares about her kid now yeah. and she never did before okay fine if he knows it's her why let her go off to begin with to download all of the and make a backup of all the host data or whatever and also okay this is where i'm getting confused because there's so many stupid sh like fucking details in the show let's work it out uh, dolores has in her core or whatever uh what do they call it like a little nest egg yeah, and the little egg corns the thing yeah the little in her egg corn <laughs> is what all of the host data or all of the park data because Sirach needs to get dolores because her mind is the key to all of it right yeah it's just a it's a yeah that's what it is it's encrypted i don't think it's all the i think it's all the people data i don't think it's all the host data it's all the, it's all the people data okay yeah, yeah. so if Dolores's acorn has all the people data and he has a copy of the acorn already and can put it in a simulation with Maeve then why the fuck does he need Dolores or Charlotte right. like taken alive right if I would have to guess and the story certainly didn't do this it's that when Dolores first made the copy and became Charlotte yeah. She was able to make the copies at that point. So the one that they have, right, the damaged one, isn't that the one that Bernard shot? Like Dolores, he killed Dolores at the end of season two or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Nah. No? Oh, you're talking about the one that they have that they put in the simulation? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I think that one is. So it's like it's Dolores. That's but that, that's Connell's that that's the dude that died in the previous episode. Oh, then I'm fucking out, bro. I don't know. Logic doesn't make sense in this show. I'm out. <laughs> What do you want me to do? I tried because that makes sense to me. Like, oh, it's the one from season two. They have a corrupted version. Sure. Like, that makes right. sense because it would have all of the data. But no, I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if he can put her in this simulation, why not put her in a hell simulation where she just gives up all the data or something? I don't know. Right. Get his crack team on Because it. none of it fucking makes sense, dude. And, and, and can we stick with the Charlotte thing for a second? Because just on yeah. the, the, the actual application of action and stuff like that, where, like, none of this fucking matters. Like, you're right. <laughs> she, like, especially when she goes down to get the little things and she kills Hector, which is mm -hmm. supposed to be emotional, but, like, yeah, very overwrought and almost funny. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I left, like, this <laughs> him, like, ooh, like, falling, passing out. Well, that's like, another example. Like, oh, you liked him. All right. Well, I guess you just brought him back. Like, I know he was in earlier in the season, but they've given him nothing to do this season. He's had, I mean, I guess the whole show is about not having age. I, I mean, I, and the things I never really liked him. I liked him as a character archetype, as, like, the right. sort of one-dimensional uh, swashbuckling uh, scoundrel or whatever. But he never evolved past that because he was... Uh, Dude, what if this show did fucking pirates, man? That would be nuts. Pirate world? Come on. The show's really fucked up by leaving the park, I think. Like, I know they wanted to do this whole story <laughs> about robots. <laughs> it's, all, it's all I ever wanted, starting well, 
Less Can I talk about the action really quickly? Because because to your point, yeah, it feels like I'm watching fucking Star Wars or something where all the stormtroopers yeah. don't know how to shoot, uh, except that they have like single shot lasers and these people are spreading bullets left and right in unison. Uh, right. There's no reason for this not to be a thing, and yet it is. And it just, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to explain it other than to feel like it didn't feel like the person who choreographed this had ever seen an action sequence. Like, Hey, was, but thank thank God that that giant robot was literally on the other side of the wall where they were like, you know, yep. holding her at gunpoint, huh? Yeah. That really worked out. Why did they say they needed to take her alive if they can just pull the acorn out of her head? Right. Because the show needed to get to a shootout. Chris Nolan, yeah. <laughs> Lisa Joy addressed that. Nolan's like, yeah, but <laughs> third act shootout, honey. And she's like, migraines, she's going to fucking, you know, therapy. She's like, fuck it, let him win. You know, the show's down the tubes anyway. So are they going to have Tessa Thompson be like a creepy burn victim now? Oh, God, yeah, right, because that's what they do. They, 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 they blow her up in a sort of cool, I saw the behind the scenes on that, and I was like, yeah. ah, movies. <laughs> like, right. I got excited. <laughs> it then made me mad that, like, wow, that must have been, like, fucking a week and two weeks to get that shot, and, like... <laughs> service of this and it, it reminds me of that behind the scenes documentary on game of thrones that they released right. like a month after the show ended and it's just like all these people working 22 hour days not seeing their kids to make that possible and i, I want to be clear this doesn't make me as mad as game of thrones maybe because game of thrones i had expectations and it was already at a level of great for four seasons this That's show has never reached the greatness of that show at its worst day to be honest i mean well let me write that back but you know what i'm saying of those first six i would even say because five and five and six have flaws and even four has some flaws but they're still like compared to this i've never felt about westworld except for maybe one or two episodes that it's ever come anywhere fucking close to that so your emotional attachment to it gets to be like way lower and therefore your rage gets to be way lower in a way because you're just not you don't care as much yeah, because we're not even following characters. I mean, like uh, the the one who gets the most, the two that get the most emotional uh, moments in this episode is Ed Harris, a character who should have been killed off in season two, who has really no purpose to serve in this story so far, as far as I can tell. Uh, Bernard has no purpose to serve in this story, as far as I can tell, so far. Maybe tacked we'll on at the last sense. two minutes of the episode, just to yeah. contractually say he had an episode appearance. Um, and then you have Charlotte Hale, who's not Charlotte Hale, it's Dolores, and they're doing this thing where it's like, well, if you live in somebody else's skin, you become a different person. And it's like, I just don't care about Charlotte Hale or about Dolores as Charlotte Hale. It's just... Uh, I would say it was nice to see old Dolores back, kind of. Like, not... Like, I, li- I like that. I like that Dolores. Like, she wasn't as, like, stern, and her hair wasn't all slicked back and futuristic, right. and she actually seemed like... She's like, look, I get it, bro. Like, fuck. <laughs> like but shit like goddamn like shit walter fuck like i get it but we're both hosts like so i actually kind of liked her performance but again in service of what and it's just like also thandy newton i like you but fuck man i'm so tired of this character i'm just like oh darling quip 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 quip. oh (laughs) that's it that's all the character is i'm so mad i'm sorry yeah uh i don't know where do we go from here uh we have two more episodes of this we're fulfilling our contractual obligation to review them but um i'm i'm pretty over it i can't wait for this to be over so we can talk about other things uh i kind of wish in hindsight that we would talked about devs me too but 
you know, what are you going to do? You can't rewrite. There's always it. next season of that. Of devs? Yeah. <laughs> Not this one. I ain't watching next season. But I'm calling it now. Unless they yeah. win me over. Look, man, color theory, man in black, man in white. I've always said interesting. They didn't lay the groundwork for it, but I, I've always thought like, okay, season one, you showed the white hat become the black hat. Now go the other way, man. Show the black hat return to the white hat and have to sacrifice mm-hmm. in, in the, as the, as a, in exchange for that which i'm fine with uh they haven't done anything with that like and it's weird that even like okay i guess he's the good guy but for what he doesn't know his role he doesn't know what's going on on the outside yeah, like what, he's, what are his convictions at this point who is he against who is he for I who are get, we supposed to be against or for yeah and i know that they want us asking that question but it's not in a fun way it's more in a give me anything to latch on to kind of way Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even. I don't even have to get into it. It's like Game of Thrones was great at that. Sorry to keep making the comparison, but big, expensive HBO, big budgets. Mm. Literally, because they did such a good job showing people's needs and their desires and their character traits that you would get to these pivotal fucking cross, and you're like, oh shit, I don't know where that person's allegiances lie. And because they had done such a good job setting it up that whatever it was, you would understand. Like, even if it made you feel bad, if it made you feel good, that's the beauty of that show, especially on rewatch, man. You just see all these fucking pitfalls, and you're like, oh god damn it, man. Uh, uh, that no has never the show has never done that it makes me so sad because i think this is the perfect example of like pseudo intellectualism you're, yeah. you're you're saying things in a lot of in a verbose way using a myriad of words but you're not saying fucking anything really right it doesn't hold up to any kind of scrutiny you know again if you think about any one of the plot points in this show it falls apart after about you know 20 30 seconds of thinking about it yeah. you know like all these questions that would, or maybe we're just not smart enough to watch this show. <laughs> I think that's what maybe it is. Clearly, Nolan and Joy have just running circles around us. You know, we're not keeping up. But yeah. I, I, yeah, I just feel like this is a, a disappointing misfire because this season could have been a good opportunity for the show to reset and do some interesting stuff. And I kind of thought it was for a while, and maybe engage in being more fun and more of a genre show. Right. You know, lean into that and less of the philosophy stuff. Well, also you know, like the word you just said, using stuff. it in a different manner, lean make it yeah. lean and we all thought that early on like oh yeah. shit but no like somehow it's back to westworld just being super overstuffed and putting way too much story even though there's nothing happening even it's just still too much less episodes this season somehow they're overstuffing it more than ever yeah man maybe uh, that's why like if, if they'd made this like three episodes like give them three hours to work with and they had to cut out all the bullshit like i might enjoy it more i don't know but we'll see i mean look we have two more episodes and again you know lisa joy i think is writing one of them so you know hopes i I don't know that i have the faith in lisa joy anymore that you do but you know we got i think that everything that's wrong with the show is jonah and everything right with it is her okay (laughs) you think ed harris is showing up for jonah nolan no no sir not in a million years lisa all the way maybe All right, man. Well, look, we'll 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 be back next week because I, I guess we have to. And uh... <laughs> what a sign off. <laughs>